like we joke constantly, like if the apocalypse happens, as much as I want to not die, I'm not somebody who also wants to like kill people to survive. Yeah. Um, So that's like the joke. I used to joke like with the, like a TV show, like the walking dead or something where like in the early episodes, they always walk into a, a house that's abandoned and like the family had all hung themselves or something. And I'm like, I'm that family. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the person scavenging to survive. That sounds like work. I don't want to do that. This is a test. This station was conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system. You might remember my best of 2023 albums list. I shared it on my Substack. That's spook.substack.com. Spook with three O's. Always spook with three O's. It was split over two lists, a top 20, if you will. And yet somehow I managed to miss a load of records that I really, really enjoyed last year. Silly James. One of these records was No Joy by Spanish Love Songs, the Los Angeles indie rock group led by Dylan Slocum, who released their fifth record in the summer of 2023. Put out into the world via the ever-excellent Pure Noise, that was a record I listened to a lot, and with good reason. It was a collection of songs amongst the best the band have committed to tape in the decade they've been with us. If you're a fan of the Gaslight Anthem, Jimmy Eat World, Joe Breaker, you know, that earnest and yearning American punk rock sound, then you'll find much to enjoy in there. And indeed, all of the group's output to date. And so I thought I'd try to make amends by getting Dylan on the podcast. A fun chat subsequently followed. The sort of conversation that makes you like a musician and the music they make more at the end of the conversation than you did at the start. We could have kept going, we really could, but Dylan had to get to the Robin Hood Visitor Centre. Maybe we'll reconnect down the line. Before we get into the episode, though, I just wanted to say that I'm putting a bunch of Patreon-exclusive episodes up on the Patreon feed this weekend. Link in the show notes. If you'd like extra episodes of the podcast or to hear the episodes I'll be trailing on the main podcast feed, you know, this one, the one you're using now, then please do sign up for the Patreon. I'll say it again. Actually, let's all say it together. Link in the show notes. Also, ratings and reviews of this podcast on Spotify and Apple make me very, very happy. Or why not? It's just an idea. Just an idea. You don't have to do this. It's just an idea. I'm just floating it. Pull up the name of your best friend in your phone and call them. Say, all right, mate, are you aware of the James McMahon Music Podcast? It's really bloody good. You should check it out. 
Also, are you coming over for tea? We can have egg and chips. I don't know what that last bit is about other than I've been craving egg and chips. Proper greasy, sloppy egg and chips for about a week now. Egg and chips, egg and chips, egg and chips. But uh, yeah, anyway, here's Spanish love songs. Cool. Sorry for uh, a bit of technical faffing around, man. <laughs> no, no worries. Where are you today? Uh, we just got into Nottingham, so we're just uh, loading in, getting ready to have a show. Oh, nice. I'm uh, I'm actually heading that way, not to your show, unfortunately, but I'm actually heading, <laughs> I'm actually heading within sort of fifty miles of, of, of Nottingham today. So um, you should uh, you should try and go see. You should try and go see Robin Hood. I mean, Robin Hood's dead, but Nottingham does love to bang on about Robin Hood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think we've had that recommended to us last time we were here. We had a day off last time we were here, but I think we were all very sleepy. I forget what it was. The, the days off usually bleed into everybody just sleeping in as long as they can. <laughs> yeah, not, Nottingham's a bit of a weird one with Robin Hood because I'm from a place called Doncaster, which is actually just down the road, and we um i say we i mean maybe it's just me but th- there's a bit of a um, sort of like a regional uh, scuffle over who owns robin hood <laughs> who gets robin hood yeah and i get really frustrated about it because like nottingham it's it's whole kind of like tourist industry is based around robin hood and yeah doncaster is you know arguably more impoverished and more impoverished as an area and i always think if only we had robin hood like you know things could have been so different <laughs> so anyway um are you one of these people that when you're on tour tries to get out and see things or or, or do you prefer to to stay in your bunk or stay in your sleeping bag oh no 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 i try to get out as much as possible um i i still have like a day job that i enjoy uh so i choose to work it and it helps you know quite a bit surviving when you're touring intermittently what do you do do? i work for a guitar plugging company called stl tones Um, nice yeah so i and it's a it's a great team and i i started working there during the pandemic but they've kind of allowed me to keep my job while we're touring a lot again um i like sent them my schedule and they're like yeah it's fine um the dream and Yeah, right. It it is the dream, especially as like a mid-level musician, because like, I don't know, I don't think most people realize that like how badly everybody needs a job when they're not on tour. Um, And uh, so I typically will like wake up and immediately make a beeline for like a local coffee shop recommendation and then try to knock out like a good chunk of work and maybe eat some breakfast. And then I will try to see like one thing that's been right. sort of passed off like oh you should do this thing if you're in this city try to do it if you're near and it's also usually like what's within 15 minutes of the venue or something right yeah um and then it's like back and back to work and then in the evening i'll, I'll work some more either before or after our set just to like close on my work day um oh, man it sounds it, like you've got it made yeah it's a, it's a i mean it's a good problem to have like some people are like oh aren't you stressed out like doing doing both and it's like yeah but i don't have to what was more stressful than that was the constant uh, gaining and losing of jobs, right? So you find a job, you work it, you go on tour, you lose it. 
Um, and thankfully I've, I've not had too many of those, but I, there was definitely stretches in the band where each individual one of us like would have that sort of cycle of losing and gaining jobs. And I think now we're all at the place where we've found jobs that allow us to sort of do both. Um, so I work for this company and, uh, Meredith just, I moved up in the company and Meredith took over my old job, um, at the company. So that's been really nice. And then Ruben, uh, works on like raw denim when he's home, like he just loves denim. Um, and Kyle's obviously, a a recording engineer. So he's in and out of the studio when we're home. So it's kind of, kind of has worked out where everybody, I mean, that's also, I guess the point of when you're a band of like full, uh, four full ass adults who have like had a life before the band necessarily, you know. I was thinking what am I gonna to talk to I was thinking what am I gonna to talk to Dylan about? Because because I, <laughs> I I love the new record and but I was kind of I don't know. I often find it quite difficult. This is an admission to the listeners of the podcast. I often find it quite difficult to speak to people whose music I really like. Like because <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's much easier, I find, that when there's someone I have like um, a sort of a tangential kind of interest in, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, I love speaking to to anyone who makes music, you know, whether I particularly like their music or not, because because I just think it's a good sort of um, portal to just speak to interesting people. But it's really difficult. it's really difficult when I'm like, oh, I listen to this record all the time. <laughs> um, but uh, that's but, I mean. That's nice. Uh, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's, you don't want to like seem like you're too into it, which is such a weird, I, I know exactly <laughs> that feeling you're talking about. I have that feeling when we, when we tour with people that I enjoy or like I've, you know, become friends with people whose work I admire. And I'm just like, I don't really want to talk to you about how much I enjoy the work that you do, which is so silly. Um, because we should just be hyping each other up constantly, but also, yeah, there's like this cool factor you want to maintain, uh, some objectivity or something. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a bit of that. But what I was thinking, I was doing a bit of reading. I, I was reading an interview you did with Misha Perlman, who is the guy hmm. that I know really well. Oh, cool. And he, uh, I was reading this interview you did, and you were talking quite a lot about your fear of death. And I, <laughs> that was a little teaser of the episode with Spanish love songs. Hear it in full over on the Patreon. Hey, check out this cool robot sound I just learned how to do. Join the Patreon. Isn't that cool? I think it's really cool. 